Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Breaking at 6, police in Raleigh are working the scene of an overnight stabbing six hours later. And in Fayetteville, one person is dead after shooting on Bragg Boulevard. Neighborhood shaken after that, a police standoff and shootout with a man barricaded inside a home. The uncertainty that remains this morning after tense days for people who live nearby. And our summer pattern continues through the rest of the week. We're going to take a look at Futurecast and show you when we'll see our best chance for thunderstorms coming up. And severe weather in the Northeast is leading to devastating flooding. The effort to save people from the rising waters after torrential weekend downpours. So too much water there in the Northeast while the Southwest is baking in triple digit heat. We will take our solid 90s today <laughs> and our dry weather and a purpley sunrise. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your Monday. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. It's great to have you along. It's good to see Renee back. Welcome back. Thank you. Nice good to off. be back after got a good escape from the heat and humidity headed to Montana. And sorry, I couldn't bring the cooler weather back with me, though. That's all right. You're yeah. back. And that's a bright spot on our Monday here as oh, we get started with Elizabeth Gardner as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, welcome back, Renee. Good to have you here. Of course, you know, <laughs> This is what we're dealing with this time of year. And this is what we would expect. Today, steamy, and then the next level is tropical. And it's Thursday that we'll be watching most closely. The heat index could be up around 106 on Thursday, which may be the highest this week before we start to see it backing off just a little bit. Here's a live look at Clinton. It looks like we have a little bit of low cloud cover that's developed overnight last night. That is likely to dissipate pretty quickly for us this morning. 70 is our current temperature and our dew points at 67, which puts us up at muggy. But that dew point may fall off a little bit more later on this afternoon. And honestly, it's going to be in, you know, 93 this afternoon. So our humidity drops off a little bit. It makes about this much difference in the way it feels outside. But hey, sometimes just this much is uh, better than nothing. 73 in Fayetteville, 71 Rocky Mount, 68 right now up in Roxborough. Hour by hour, we'll hit 90 or so by lunchtime and then 93 this afternoon. Coming up, we do have a chance of some scattered storms, especially midweek. I'll walk you through the timeline for those coming up. Brian. Elizabeth, it is just about 6.02 right now, and I'm watching a couple of crashes on the western side of the triangle. In downtown Durham, look for a crash at the intersection of Main Street at Gregson Street. Just took a closer look at the sensors in that area, and we are seeing some delays building on Gregson Street approaching that intersection. Also, we have a report of a crash on 40 westbound as you head, uh, or rather 40 eastbound or in the Eflund area, not too far from Hillsborough. I have seen some delays showing up on the sensors there approaching that 70 connector. We're watching that. I'll have another update coming up in about 10 minutes. Brian, thanks. We're following breaking news in Raleigh. Police and forensics teams are surrounding a Raleigh neighborhood after stabbing. The call came in around 1130 on Leo Decia Drive in the southeast part of the city. WRL's Kelsey Coffey is there live. And Kelsey, I understand there's still a large police presence there on the scene. Yes, there is still a large police presence here on the scene. That stabbing happened at an apartment complex here on Laodicea Drive, and police have been going in and out of this particular apartment. We'll see if we can zoom in a little bit there uh, for you to get a better look. And we also have video to show you now from the WREL Breaking News Tracker. Our crews have been here since about 1.30 this morning. You can see investigators working on the scene overnight, and the forensic teams 
actually joined uh, police on the scene around 2.30 this morning, and we're still working to find out what happened, why it happened, and how bad anyone was injured. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Raleigh. More breaking news, a fallen tree is causing big problems for people in Raleigh this morning. Cars and a road are covered right now. This is happening on Fiesta Way off of Falls of Noose Road. Let's get to Michael Grace in the WRL Breaking News Tracker to show us what the scene is like. What a mess. Yeah, quite the mess, especially for Monday morning. You can see that that tree all the way across the road here on Fiesta Way. I want to get you to this video, though, from the WRAL breaking news tracker. This is on the other side of the street before police asked us to move. And you can see just debris everywhere, possibly some minor damage to some cars there. Right now, we know Duke Energy says at least nine people are without power. But I just heard the chainsaws a little bit ago, so they're cleaning this tree up right now. And they've got a number of Duke Energy cars on the other side, hoping to get that power. Power restored, but likely this a section of Fiesta Way going to be shut down for the foreseeable future throughout the morning. So if you do come this way, think about a detour. Live in Raleigh, Michael Grace, WRAL News. Also breaking news we're following this morning, a woman is found shot to death at a gas station, and she wasn't the only one hurt. This is happening at the Valero on Fort Bra on Bragg Boulevard in Fayetteville. And WRO's Laura Levine is there right now. How this happened around 1.30 this morning. Investigators uh, still been checking out this scene. Laura. Jeff, they have spent several hours here at the scene. The scene cleared around 5.30 this morning. But this is where it all played out, right here at this Valero gas station on Bragg Boulevard. When we arrived, it was such a huge presence of law enforcement, forensics teams, as well as the fire department. Get a look at this video where you can really see investigators kind of work in the area, collecting that evidence and even talking to people on the scene. Again, this shooting happened at around 1.30 this morning. When police arrived here, they found a woman suffering from gunshot wounds. Also, another victim was arrived at a nearby hospital. That person has non-life-threatening injuries, but we do know the woman died here at the scene. So we're still working to get more information about what led up to this shooting. When we were here, there was a car also being towed away from the scene. So it's unclear if the two people were inside the car when the shooting happened. We are working to get those details from police, and we'll be sure to update you when we have it. Laura Levine, WREL News, live in Fayetteville. Also this morning, a man who opened fire on police officers is in the hospital. We're working to confirm his name, what his injuries are, and exactly what happened in a Fayetteville neighborhood where the exterior of a house was torn away. That's what a ring camera captured, part of a 12-hour standoff in the Loch Lomond neighborhood of Fayetteville. Neighbors there say that this started back on July 4th when the man barricaded himself inside a home and started shooting at other homes. So far, police have only shared what happened Saturday night into Sunday morning when they say the man fired shots at them and hit two armored vehicles. The exterior wall of the house is destroyed. It's unclear what caused that damage. Police say the man was hurt during the standoff and was taken to the hospital. A neighbor who didn't want to go on camera says this has her worried about her safety. I'm thinking I should sell my house and move out of the neighborhood. That's what I feel right now. I mean, there's so much speeding around here. There's so much gunshots around here. There's so much drug activity and illegal activity. It's crazy. They, I mean, it's just insane. And neighbors there say the man has a history of mental health issues, but has never done anything like this. 
And happening right now in the WRIA Live Center, we're following some breaking news out of Russia. Ukraine has claimed responsibility for an attack on the Crimea Bridge. It's the main bridge linking the peninsula with Russia. Two people were killed as a result of drone drone attacks carried out uh, by Ukraine. They are claiming responsibility. You can see all the damage here. Again, two people killed in this. You might remember uh, last October that bridge was also severely damaged after a fuel tanker exploded there. Michelle, thanks. Rescue crews across the Northeast are working to bring people to safety after torrential downpours caused widespread flooding. These are images from Connecticut, where firefighters saved at least a half dozen people whose cars got stuck in fast-rising waters yesterday. In Pennsylvania, the search is growing for a two-year-old girl and her nine-month-old brother who were swept away by floodwater Saturday. Their mother and four others died in the flooding. Their father and another younger sibling managed to make it to safety. The National Weather Service says most flood deaths happen in cars and they urge you to never drive on flooded roads. You'll see more school buses out on the roads today as classes are back in session today for five year round programs in Durham Public Schools. The district says it looks forward to welcoming its students and teachers back. Year round schools started last week in Wake County. A $30 billion plan to spend your tax dollars is still up in the air this morning, weeks after a big deadline at the North Carolina General Assembly where you're looking live. State lawmakers are set to try again this week to reach a deal on a state budget. The spending plan for the current fiscal year was due July 1st. However, Republican leaders in the House and Senate are deadlocked over tax cuts, as well as raises for state employees and teachers. In the meantime, the state continues to run on last year's budget, and Medicaid expansion continues to be on hold. Lawmakers are hoping to reach a deal in August. Tonight, Novo Nordisk is looking to its next steps for expansion in Johnston County. The company bought more than 100 acres of land near Clayton, paid nearly $7 million for it. At their meeting tonight, Johnston County commissioners will consider a rezoning request to let the company operate on the land. Novo Nordisk is one of the county's largest employers since beginning operations nearly three decades ago. The nation's two biggest lottery jackpots are now worth more than $1.5 billion combined. Lottery fever is spreading as those huge jackpots keep climbing. And more questions than answers this morning about the disappearance of this Alabama woman who returned home two days later, leaving authorities, family and friends baffled. What we know about this growing mystery. And much of the seven-day forecast looks pretty normal with temperatures up here in the mid-90s. But we drop it back into the 80s over the weekend. I'll show you what's changing coming up. As you get into your car, tune to WRAL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5 HD3. It is 613, a little bit of low cloud cover out there for us this morning. 71 in Wilson, at 70 in Durham, and 73 degrees currently in Fayetteville. So heading out the door, it'll feel pretty normal for you. And even though we are dealing with a little bit of cloud cover this morning, we're not likely to end up with uh, any 
in any rain today. As a matter of fact, today stays nice and dry for us. Lunchtime temperature are right around 90. And if you're waiting until this evening to get out and walk the dog, look at our 6 o'clock temperature is still at 91. This time of year, it takes a pretty long time for us to cool down. So it'll feel more comfortable this morning if you're going to be out and about uh, walking the dog or headed out for a run or a little bit of exercise. We do have a better chance for some scattered storms later in the week. I'll show you the timeline for that coming up, Brian. 613 Elizabeth, as we take a look at weather and traffic every 10 minutes, this hour WRL's morning news. On the west side of downtown Durham, watch for a crash, apparently pretty serious crash at the intersection of Main Street near Gregson Street. Seeing the biggest delays right now on the sensors along Gregson Street approaching that intersection. Elsewhere, pretty quiet around the triangle, including in South Raleigh. We'll take a live look at that camera at I-40 at Rock Quarry Road. Right now, that westbound trip from 440 out to the US-1 interchange heading out toward Cary, not seeing any delays. Jeff. Thanks, Brian. Another big story we're following here, a key to fighting the deadly fentanyl crisis here at home could be sanctions abroad. That's according to Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. He plans to request sanctions on China as an add-on to the defense bill being debated this week. Schumer says this would specifically target fentanyl trafficking. He says sites across, the, across China are producing synthetic opioids and the government there isn't interfering. For years, Chinese laboratories have been cooking up formulas of death and freely producing and exporting lethal, lethal fentanyl to New York and to America. Schumer says he hopes to bring the measure to the floor this week. The sanctions have some bipartisan support. Schumer says he is optimistic it'll pass. People in Johnson County who are on kidney dialysis machines need to know about a change to the county's water supply. Today, the county will begin changing the disinfectant in the water from chlorine to chloramines. That's a combination of chlorine and ammonia. Officials say if you use a dialysis machine, you should consult your doctor about this. The water may also be toxic to some fish. So those of you with fish tanks should be aware and use additional treatment if necessary. An Alabama woman is back home with her family after she disappeared for about two days. Many questions still surround an emergency call she made to police and where she was for those two days. WRL's Ken Smith joins us now with what else we know about this investigation, Ken. You know, Jeff, this went from a frantic search for Carly Russell Thursday to her showing up at her home on foot Saturday. Here's what authorities do know. The 25-year-old nursing student was on her way home from work last Thursday in Hoover, Alabama, when she called 911 to report a toddler walking on the side of an interstate. She also told a family member the same thing. Now, the trouble is, when authorities showed up to investigate, there was no sign of her or toddler. Adding to the mystery, authorities found her vehicle as well as some of her possessions, including her cell phone. Now, before Russell returned safely, her mother shared that her daughter was on the phone with a family member the moment Russell seemingly disappeared. She heard a scream and then it was some type of running type shuffle. Yeah, and authorities are now analyzing this interstate video from a traffic cam there in Hoover that shows a car pulling off the side of the road with flashing lights. No word yet if that is Russell's vehicle. Again, Russell is back home this morning after a brief stand in the hospital for evaluation. Police are questioning her about what happened. Look for updates on this story coming up on today, right after our morning news. Manet. Ken, thanks. 32 young track athletes need help getting to the AAU Junior Olympics. The games are in Des Moines, Iowa at the end of this month. The Carolina Trackhawks hosted a car wash and food sale Sunday afternoon. The money they raised will cover their travel expenses on the way to the games.
617, the time right now, decent days. We get things started as we go along this week, though we'll uh, have a little turbulence in our system. Elizabeth Gardner of the WRS Severe Weather Center, and it'll include some heat. Yeah, and we're going to talk about some uh, turbulence in terms of showers and thunderstorms as well coming up over the next couple of minutes. What you'll notice as you're heading outside this morning is we have some low cloud cover. Those low clouds will likely burn off fairly quickly, but you know, anytime we have a little cloud cover this time of year, it does help to hold our temperatures down, so we won't heat up quite as quickly this morning with these clouds. And you can see that sun trying to shine through some of that cloud cover there in Goldsboro. Uh, we're taking a look at Apex and Chapel Hill there, courtesy of Top of the Hill Restaurant, and of course in Fayetteville, our newsroom. We have a cluster of thunderstorms well back to our north and west. That's going to dissipate before it reaches us. This high pressure system will keep things mostly dry for us today, but it will slip off to the east pretty quickly, and that will allow more storms to develop for us a bit later in the week. Here's a look at future cast. There's 6 a.m. today. We roll it out to lunchtime and then out to 2 o'clock and then 5 o'clock, and you can see today it looks fairly dry. And then for tomorrow, it's a little different story. We'll roll it out and and stop it there at 7 a.m. We're going to start off with some sunshine and uh, we're still pretty quiet right at lunchtime. But in the afternoon, a few scattered to isolated showers and thunderstorms. Not a lot of coverage, but again, you might run into a little bit of uh, you know, shower thunderstorm activity for tomorrow and again on Tuesday. Uh, then Wednesday as well, you can see at 8 a.m. a little bit of cloud cover and then by lunchtime into the early part of the afternoon, that chance of a few showers. So bumps up a little bit. We're going to go to 30% on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday and 40% chance on Thursday. Thursday. Lots of moisture in the atmosphere for us on Thursday that's going to bump up the heat index to potentially as high as 105 or 106. Let's take a look past that. Here's Wednesday at 6 a.m. You can see this disturbance that rolls through that you can see uh, around uh, the latter part of the day on Wednesday. Thursday morning, also the potential for a shower, and then potentially Friday morning as well. But Friday afternoon looking a little bit on the drier side. That takes us all the way out to 8 o'clock. Let's head out into the Atlantic. We still have Don wandering around out there. It's just subtropical depression dawn, and normally we wouldn't be too concerned about that. It just has winds at 35 miles per hour. Not that we're worried about it, but it is interesting. It is likely to become a subtropical storm again as we get to the later part of the week and into the weekend. I'm just kind of making a circle out there in the Atlantic right now. Still don't expect it to affect land. 93 today, 95 Tuesday, 94 Wednesday, 95 Thursday. But look at this. We drop into the 80s on Saturday and Sunday, and coming up, I'm going to show you why we're going to see that sort of unusual change in our pattern for the weekend. We'll take it. We will definitely take it. It is 619 right now as so we check traffic and it's fairly quiet around the triangle. Still watching this crash though on the west side of downtown Durham. This is the intersection of Main Street at Gregson Street. Looking at some uh, higher resolution sensor data, I'm seeing a little bit of a delay on Gregson Street. Not seeing any big problems though on Main Street as far as we can tell. We're going to get some more details about that crash. Looking around Wake County, we're not picking up any big backup. 440 is looking good all the way around Raleigh, and 540 westbound is a clear ride right now from Lewisburg Road all the way out toward the airport. Brian, thanks. Thousands of Hollywood actors are on the picket line for their first full week of the strike. What they say it will take to get back to work and end the pause on your favorite shows. Soccer fans are coming down with a serious case of messy mania. The excitement is growing ahead of his debut with Inter-Miami. First, here's a look at your winning lottery numbers.
is What's Trending Report, sponsored by Rug and Home. A country music superstar needed to get off stage in a hurry over the weekend. Brian Schrader here now with What's Trending on our Monday morning, Brian. Pretty serious business. Take a look at this from a show in Connecticut Saturday night. Jason Aldean says he was suffering the effects of heat exhaustion and needed to get two IVs backstage. He did not return to this show, but he was back on stage for another show last night. And later on Instagram, Jason LD said that was not the way he wanted to end a show. He promised to make it up to those fans uh, sometime later. And he will be coming to Raleigh on August 11th. He'll be playing at Coastal Credit Union Music Park. And hopefully he'll have recovered by them. But he's feeling better. It was amazing that he could, he could recognize it and in the moment and get himself off stage. Yeah. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Yeah. Absolutely. One of soccer's biggest stars is now officially on an American team. Inter-Miami CF introduced Lionel Messi to the home crowd last night after signing him on Saturday and he is expected to make his debut for Miami on Friday. That is awesome. They backed up the Brinks truck, paid him, and here he is. Uh, David Beckham, if you remember, David Beckham way back in the day did the same thing. Now he's a co-owner of that Miami team and he's bringing another great aboard. Should be fun to watch. Brian, thank you. This morning on Today, a deeper look inside Messi Mania in Miami. We'll hear from fans who have tailgated for hours before that introduction and from experts about the effect he will have on this sport in the U.S. Also coming up on Today, Wimbledon champion Carlos Alcaraz will join the show for a live interview. He'll talk about dethroning Novak Djokovic and adding his name to the tennis record books with his first ever Grand Slam championship. Neighbors are waking up to a crime scene this morning at an apartment complex in Raleigh. What we know about a stabbing that happened here overnight. And you know, you just have to find some time to get out and exercise. The evening this time of year isn't ever great. 5 o'clock, 92 degrees. At 7 o'clock, back down to 90. If you're thinking about pickleball, you want to maybe get out there early this morning. Plus, I'll tell you where a downed tree is causing problems in northeast Raleigh this Monday morning. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. 